Happy New Year! Welcome to the season two of Live Your Dream podcast, episode 12 Five Ways to Help You Achieve Your New Year's Resolution. I'm your host, Selena. I hope you had a great start to the new year. I am so excited to be starting this new season of my podcast, and I can't wait to share with you all the fun episodes I've been working on. Since it's January, today I want to talk to you about New Year's resolution. Have you thought about your New Year's resolution? I always start the new year with a list of goals I want to accomplish in the year, both professional and personal. I usually write in my journal and just quickly start to write down what I want to do, accomplish, and experience this year without overthinking it. If you overthink it, you might talk yourself out of some things you want to do because you either think it's not realistic or you don't want to disappoint yourself if you don't do it. Don't do that. This is supposed to be fun. When you're writing down your New Year's resolution, You have to be feeling really good and excited and looking forward to all the great things you'll do in the new year. I highly recommend writing down your New Year's resolution rather than just thinking about them. Unlike just thinking in your head, writing down gives you clarity and helps you to organize your thoughts. And by committing it to paper, you make your goals more real and concrete. Studies have shown again and again that people who wrote down their goals and dreams accomplished significantly more than those who did not. I've personally experienced in my life how powerful this is, and I'll share with you the story in future episodes. One of the people I know who is amazing at setting goals and accomplishing them is Michael Kim, the founder of the law firm Cobra and Kim, who I interviewed in episode three. If you haven't listened to this episode yet, I highly recommend you do. It's the episode titled How to Make Yourself Happy. It was actually one of the most popular episodes of the last season, and I've had so many people reach out to tell me that Michael's story gave them a chance to think about their lives with a different perspective. A lot of people also tell me that they didn't want the conversation to end, even though it was a pretty long interview. Here's a clip from the episode about how Michael approaches goal setting. You know, if you have a goal, it's good to have clear goals, but I think it's really important to do two other things to achieve goals.、Mm-hmm. First, well, first, I think when you say goal, it can't be vague and abstract. It's got to be very, very concrete, as specific、mm-hmm. as you can make it. Like,、mm-hmm. if, you, if it's weight loss, it's not I want to be lighter. It's I want to be X number of pounds, right? I see. Or if it's weight lifting, it can't be like I want to be stronger. It's got to be I want to bench press X number of pounds, right. right? So the goal has to be as concrete as possible, so you can reverse engineer both what it takes, what you have to do to get it, and milestones of. To actually get there, you have to progress at a certain rate. You have to hit certain milestones; otherwise, you're not going to achieve it during that time. And a goal, by definition, has to have a time limit. That's right. Otherwise, it's it's just a hope, not an actual goal, right?、Mm-hmm. So,、um, I think what was helpful for us is not only did we have a goal with specific amounts of money and、uh, innovation, etc., but the two other things I think is first, we knew we had the same milestones. We needed to achieve certain things, or we'd be.、Um, We knew that we weren't progressing towards it, and I think when you set a goal, you have to basically discipline yourself. If the goal is three years away, you're not going to be able to discipline yourself. It has to be, if you want to be able to run a four-minute mile three three months from now, you have to be at a certain speed a month from now. Otherwise,、yeah. you're not going to achieve your goal.、Right? I see. And then the second thing, which I think is the most important, which gets overlooked, is 
clarity about what you are willing to do. Ah, got it. Not Deep just down. what you want. Right. Not just mm-hmm. what you want, but how much are you willing to sacrifice other things to achieve your goal? I see. And I think um, it's important to be clear with yourself about what you're... Everyone has limitations about what they're willing to do. Right. You can't say, I'm willing to do anything to achieve your goal, Mm because I've never met anybody for whom that's actually true. Right. So you have to understand and articulate to yourself, I'm willing to do up to this point, but not beyond. Mm. And then you have to honestly ask yourself... Is that actually going to achieve your goal? Then you either have to lower your goal or increase your effort. But the two have to match up. I recently met up with him and asked him about how he comes up with year's resolution. He said he usually spends some time during the last week of December to think about and create a list of year's resolution. And he shared with me some really interesting insights. Although I couldn't record our conversation because we were having lunch, I did take detailed notes to share them with you. So here are the five ways Michael approaches goal setting in New Year's resolution. Number one, make specific small goals and not vague or big goals. In 2018, one of his New Year's resolution was to practice Spanish every other day. If you listen to his interview, you may remember him talking about growing up in Costa Rica. So he grew up speaking Spanish and wanted to keep up with the language. So he made that his goal last year. In order to achieve this goal, Michael watched some Spanish TV programs and also put himself in the Spanish practice group at work so he could be around Spanish speakers. And that led to him traveling to Argentina and he told me about all these amazing fun things he did while he was in Buenos Aires. He said this trip wouldn't have happened had he not set a goal of practicing Spanish. Michael says some people have goals like, I want my life to change or I want my career to have a different direction. But goals like these are hard to achieve because they are too big or too vague. But making plans like practicing Spanish every other day may lead to some other things that are totally new and different, like traveling to Argentina. Number two, pair up a goal with an experience you enjoy. Working out is a goal most of us have, but it's not easy to make it to the gym consistently. So here's how Michael makes himself want to go work out. He only watches Netflix when he's working out or will only go to sauna after working out. So by pairing up a goal of working out with something he enjoys like watching Netflix or going to the sauna, he then can look forward to going to the gym. Number three, when you add a goal to your list, take out another goal from the list. We all have limited capacity and naturally some things will just not get done, even if we don't deliberately take them out of the list of goals we want to accomplish. And what doesn't get done may be the most important thing. So Michael makes sure that when he adds a goal, he takes a goal out. This is to make sure a goal that does not get accomplished is not the most important goal. Number four. Remove all obstacles or distractions that could get in the way of achieving goals. Michael spends a lot of time in London, and when he's there, his way of working out was to run around the park. But then whenever it rained, he couldn't go. So he ended up signing up at a gym nearby office, so he no longer had any excuse to not work out, even if the weather was bad. Number five, review your progress on achieving goals every week. Michael reviews and tracks his progress every Sunday. He no longer cares about being good because it's hard to know what being good really means. It's subjective. So now he only cares whether his actions are in alignment with his goals. Michael also said he thinks about 
where he wants his life to be five years from now. And then he thinks about what he can do now to start working towards it. He shared with me a really fun goal he's working on, but it'll be a surprise, so I can't share with you now. Okay, so that was the five ways to help you achieve your New Year's resolutions, Michael shared with me. And I'm going to repeat them, but you don't have to take notes because I have show notes for you on my website. Number one, make specific small goals and not vague or big goals. Number two, pair up a goal with an experience you enjoy. Number three, when you add a goal to your list, take out another goal from the list. Number four, remove all obstacles or distractions that could get in the way of achieving goals. Number five, review your progress on achieving goals every week. It's still January, so it's still not too late to come up with your New Year's resolution if you haven't already. Michael told me, if you don't make goals to accomplish in the new year, your life will be the same as the year before. And this is so true. If you want your life to change, you either have to do something different or meet different people. It's easy to forget New Year's resolution after a while. In fact, study shows 80% of New Year's resolution fail by February. So one approach another friend of mine shared with me is setting quarterly goals. So at the end of March, June, September, and December, you review how you've done in the past quarter and then adjust or set new goals for the new quarter. I thought this is really great because every three months you get a chance to reflect and start all over again. So I hope what I've shared with you today was helpful. I also want to remind you to add to the list some personal goals that are important to you and not just professional goals. As high achievers, we tend to only focus on making progress in our professional lives and lose sight of other things that are very important to us. One of my goals for last year and this year too is to spend quality time with my parents and family. So when I visited them over the holidays, I intentionally created my schedule so that I could spend a lot of quality time with them. If you want to see show notes for today's episode, please go to my website, selinalee.co forward slash episode 12. That is C-E-L-I-N-A-L-E-E dot C-O forward slash episode 12. I have a summary of what I talked about today and also a space for you to write down your New Year's resolutions. I've also put together a free guide to three steps to finding true career fulfillment. And you can also download it on my website. Also, for those of you in New York City, I'm doing a career workshop for an organization called Creative Mornings next Wednesday on January 30th in Manhattan. Creative Mornings is a community for creative professionals, but you don't have to be working in the creative industry to come to the event. If you want to check it out, I'll have a link to the event on the show notes for today's episode. For questions about my coaching or to reach out to me with any thoughts or questions about my podcast, you can also visit my newly designed website at selinalee.co, that is C-E-L-I-N-A-L-E.co, and I look forward to hearing from you. And please subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And while you're at it, I'd really appreciate it if you can please write me a review. It will really help me to spread the word and get discovered by new listeners. So thank you so much. And I'll be back soon with another episode. Have a great week, everyone.